The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. What's up, everybody? This is David. And Greg. And this is Pardon My American Podcast. And we're going to talk about Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren's wealth tax that, much like Europe, would end in pure disappointment. Ooh, you know what's feeling the burn? What? Bernie's heart. (laughs) He had a heart attack, dude. And you know what? The media and his campaign, they keep lying about it. They said it was blockage. Mm, I don't know. The deep state coup is real, though. This is not a conspiracy. It's not fake. Don't let the media lie to you. Mm-hmm. Everybody, we break down the board of the Atlantic Council. Who knows about the Atlantic Council? No one. Yeah, we're going to go into how this ties into the whistleblower and the whole Ukrainian controversy. It's deep and it's uh, alarming. Mm-hmm. Everybody, find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, everywhere. If you like what you hear, share us with a friend. Leave a review. The more we get reviews, the more you like us, the more we love you. Let's get it going. Pardon. My American. I've been tracking Sasquatches for 25 years. Pardon. My American. Global awakening to the new world order. Pardon. My American. Artificial intelligence. Pardon. My American. Do you believe in UFOs? Yes, sir. Extraterrestrial. What is up, Greg? What's up, Dean? Glad to be back in here, man. Oh, you know what? It just seems like every week is just fruitful. So fruitful. Yeah, uh, not a lot of big news, but there is a couple big news things. Well, it's, I mean, you know, we, we got we're going to talk about a couple things because I think the floodgates are about to open because it's, <laughs> yeah, red it, October. It is, it is pretty damn close to um, election season. I mean, we are like right at the beginning. Yeah, the desperation is starting to become more obvious, mm-hmm. in my opinion. But yes, we, we, you sent me a great list. We got some good stuff to talk about. Dude, you guys, we have a very loaded show. We're going to yeah. go through a lot of different topics today. Yeah, and we had a good week. Uh, I wanted to bring up that we had a good week on uh, Instagram and social media. I want to thank yes. everybody. Uh, you guys, uh, not only were you liking our... See, that's the thing is we, we want to... Uh, we want to share content that we think is important yeah. because I think it's always good to share content. You know that. But we also are trying to improve our content, which is our podcasting and clips from our podcast. And not only did you guys like it a lot, but you shared it. Multiple multiple people were sharing there and they got I, I've been following a couple of them and they've got three, four or five hundred fucking likes and views. So, yeah. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah, I think someone was caught masturbating to our podcast, which might be a little mm. unacceptable. But you I know, thought, I thought it was perfect. I don't acceptable. blame them. I can't. I, I can't blame. Them. <laughs> it was. Hey, listen. That's the whole point of this thing. We want you guys to actually uh, 
hopefully like what we what you see and then listen to our entire podcast because we try to do a good job. Yeah, I and would then, say. and share it and leave us a review because reviews oh, help reviews. us help us kind of get exposed. And so the the more five star reviews we get or whatever star you can leave whatever star you want. Yeah, three, two, four. Yeah, preferably not two. Or there's three. no sub zero. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so let's get straight into it, man. Do let's, let's get do straight it in, straight into it. So, uh, do you want to do you want to talk about the 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 small quick stories first? Yes, and yeah. just get those out of the way because I really want to dive deep into these topics that you want to talk about. For sure. But, uh, first, I I don't know what you consider a small topic, but I do quickly want to talk about Bernie Sanders. Oh yeah, and this was on your list. Maybe you want to talk more about it than I think you do, but we all know now Bernie had a heart issue. Yep. The news um lied initially. Yeah. Uh, actually, said, I wouldn't say the news did. Uh, his campaign guy lied. Yeah, he didn't come out and say it was a heart attack. No, he was he was making it uh, he was making it seem like not a big deal. He just had a quick little heart palpitation, and you know, yeah, we they were saying we took him. To- arteries are a little clogged. Yeah, just a little bit, just a little. But he had a heart attack. Yeah, they rushed him to the hospital. He had a heart attack. He was in the hospital three days. They put two stents in. He had a real heart attack, and and, and uh, a real surgery. Yeah, <laughs> real surgery. Yeah, I mean. The point that uh, I want to make on it before you say what you got to say on this, Greg, is that uh, please don't forget that this is a presidential candidate. Okay. I I wish him the best. I wish him the best because um, any candidate, even if I don't like you, I don't want to see anything bad happen to anybody. I I think you agree, right, Greg? Yeah. But um, the American people need to know about this kind of stuff. And I felt like the news, his campaign, him himself, whoever it was, they didn't want to share the truth probably because they knew it would hurt him a lot and it's going to hurt him. Well, so when stuff like that happens, um, you need to kind of figure out how to deal with it. And it happens so fast. I mean, these medical issues happen so fast. You don't know exactly which way to spin it. And is the truth going Mm. to come out? Is there some way you can suppress it a little bit? You got to, it's hard to tell. It's hard to tell with all that. It's not that hard to tell. Well, I, I think they knew right away. I think the doctors knew right away. And trust me, as a candidate, a presidential candidate, they were getting all the info from the beginning, right? Yeah. They should have came out and they should have said, Bernie Sanders had a heart attack. Yeah. Please pray for him or whatever he believes or however it works. Yeah. But the truth is, at the end of the day, the American people deserve to know the health of a candidate. That modern politics, modern president candidates and presidents, that is a major factor. Yeah. And Bernie Sanders is the oldest candidate in the field. Yeah. 79. So if no, he's having know. heart attacks and he has two cents, I'm glad he seemed healthy. He seemed in good spirits when he came out of the hospital. They have some video of him. But my point is, is you, you, you can't lie and say that's not going to hurt his presidency yep. candidate runner, whatever you want to say. It. Yeah, it is because now people are like, Ooh, he's kind of fragile. His exactly. heart, maybe uh, what happens when he's, he's frail, he's frail. So that with Biden and now Bernie, yep. that is more towards who do you think Elizabeth Warren? And I was going to say, who do you think's left? Well, it's Elizabeth Warren or uh, Miss Hillary Clinton if she decides. Oh, <laughs> she's that's, not going. That's to. not going to happen. I know. This is why Bernie had a heart attack. Everybody, it's fake. I don't think he had a heart attack. I think he wanted to get out of this race with a little bit of mm. dignity, and because everyone saw what he did the last time, right? He bowed down to the devil, right? Hillary, make yeah. sure you understand that. Yeah, no, with I, yeah. all the satanic shit oh, going that, on that's nowadays, true. that's true. He did, <laughs> not, he did not suck the toe of children. He was yeah. a, uh, he was, you yeah. know, yeah. But yeah, he, he. What makes you lo- think that though? Is there any evidence that you have that you? So actually- he was losing. He was losing in the polls compared to Elizabeth Warren and Biden. 
and Biden. And and what he needed to do was get out of this race somehow. Yeah. yeah. And for him just to say, oh, I want to be president, but I, uh, I'll give my votes to, you know what I mean? Like he mm. needed a way out. Yeah. And so the the way that he preserves himself in kind of like a, you know, a modicum of respect of, you know, okay, well, this guy was trying. Yeah. At least he tried. Yeah. You know, his, he can't, he can't help it. Okay. So but, he wanted, he, his votes are now going to go to Elizabeth Warren. Are they? Oh yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah. I yep. don't know if I agree with that. Well, I think a lot of Elizabeth Warren voters and Biden or not Biden, but uh, Bernie voters have the same kind of mindset. And so they're kind of, which one do I vote for? I don't know. And then mm. that's what I think. Okay, so I, it's conspiracy. So I actually um, disagree with you. Okay. I think uh, just based, I'm basing this solely off 2016, right? So um, Bernie, a lot of people say Bernie and Trump have similarities. It's not 2016 anymore, though. Wait, hold on. A lot of people said they have similarities, which they do in some things. Very few things, but some things. But it is not a secret, though, that when Bernie lost, Mm -hmm. how many people, uh, Bernie supporters... Voted for Trump. There was quite a few that made the jump to. Yeah. They said, "I'm I'm not voting for Hillary. I'm going to go to Trump." Yeah, those people still exist now. You, now, as I'm going to talk about here in a little bit, um, Bernie and Elizabeth Warren both have wealth taxes mm. that I want to talk about. Those things are similar. Yeah, but uh, I actually think it's weird to say this, but I think uh, I think Elizabeth Warren is a little more crazy than Bernie, and I know Bernie's pretty mm. crazy. Right. But see, Biden to me is the moderate Democrat, like the Obama. Mm. Yeah. Well, listen, what I'm saying is Obama, technically, they considered more more center than what we're seeing now, for sure. And Biden is definitely more center than what we're seeing for now. So. A lot of the left, I know Tim Pool talks about this a whole lot. Yeah. A lot of the left, real left. I'm not talking liberals because there's a difference between liberal and left. Right. But the left don't like the liberals. There's a growing animosity in the party, right? They're not extreme enough. They're not doing enough, right? So AOCs, the the group, you know, uh, even I would say Elizabeth Warren, they don't really want to see Biden win. They don't like Biden's old school, uh, old school democratic ways. Yeah. I think that as much as I think Bernie's a nutbag, my opinion and he's a socialist, which I thoroughly disagree with. I still think that he is. You don't disagree that he's a socialist. You disagree with the socialist ways in which I, he's. Yes, per- I, yeah. I, he is a socialist. Yes. I disagree with socialism. Yes. There you go. But what I'm getting at is I actually think that Elizabeth Warren is farther to the left than Bernie. She might be. So I don't agree with you. I think that some will, but I don't agree with you that... Um, that those people are going to jump and just go straight to Elizabeth Warren. I think a majority of them will. I'm not saying all of them will. Listen, the Wall Street donors yeah. came out a couple of weeks ago and they said, if Elizabeth Warren is the nominee, we will not donate to the Democratic that, Yeah, party. that is true. There's a lot of people that go both ways. And part that, of that... That will go to the other side, Trump yeah, side. I mean, there's multiple reasons for that. Yeah. Um, I do want to talk about... And I can't do this live Instagram because I need, I need some referencing on my phone, so I, I can't do that. Oh, but okay. um, well, here, use my phone. But um, we're about to go live, everybody. Yeah. 
All right. I'm just going to do a quick summary because I want to bring this up. Hey, hey, let's finish up the Bernie thing real quick. Well, I, dude, I'm, I'm ready to go. No, no. So I, what I'm saying say. is, is like he had a heart attack. Listen, I, I agree that there there could be something to it, you know, for sure. He wasn't doing as well as he did last time. That is that is 100% sure. Could it be because he's three years older and he's a little more senile and maybe the bird didn't land on his podium this time and people aren't feeling it? They're not feeling it. Yeah, he's a scarecrow. So Elizabeth Warren, to me, is looking like the nominee. Unless Hillary runs. <laughs> so I'm going to pull up this info here real okay, quick. Here we go. I am uh, going to be going live here in five seconds here. Oh, my God. You're really rushing me, aren't no, you? I'm just kidding. Okay. <clears throat> you ready? Yeah. Boom. We are uh, now live. All right. What's up, everybody? Um, so what I want to talk about is the extreme wealth tax. And Tim Pool brought this up a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And I, I feel like it's not getting any, uh, at least not in my opinion, it's not getting any play. I haven't heard anybody really talk about it. So both Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders both have a extreme tax on wealth. And I want to stress the word wealth. So what is wealth? So we have an income tax. Okay, that's that's a thing. We all know what that is. I would hope that everybody knows what that is. Some states have it, some don't. But you should know what an income tax is. Okay? Yep. So <clears throat> Elizabeth, Warren, Elizabeth Warren's wealth tax, which is known as the ultra millionaire tax hers is a little more moderate than bernie sanders is an ultra millionaire tax like a semi-billionaire or is that because i know she likes to play on words yeah like her her just two cents so just two cents everybody bernie sanders is his tax is called tax on extreme wealth that's that's the names of the two okay okay so here's the here's the principle of it this is the first time that america they're proposing this but understand that they're running on this drastic like this is a big part of their campaign they're proposing these taxes on wealth, not income. We're, we've never done this in America. Now, multiple countries in Europe have done this, wealth yeah. taxes. And I will say that since 1990, there have been 10 countries that have done it. There are three left, three of them. All the other ones botched this thing because it just doesn't fucking work. So how does it work? So what it is is um, Basically, they can tax uh, your wealth, which with your wealth, that means that it's not just your income. That would be your house. That would be your assets. That would be your stocks. Okay. And in the article here, it's uh, basically the tax would cap at 8% on wealth above $10 billion. Damn. 8%. That's Bernie Sanders' plan. Okay. And 4% on $500 million. Uh, 3% on $250 million to $500 million. So understand that it's a, it's a pyramiding thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to use Bernie Sanders because his is the most extreme. Okay. I'm going to use um, the uh, ever-so-popular Jeff Bezos as my example. Okay? Okay. And uh, I'm kind of stealing this from Tim Pool, but I love Tim Pool, so I want to I share this more. Good reference. So Jeff Bezos, can you guess how much he actually made in 2017? What was his actual take-home income? $75 billion. How about $81,840? Oh, that's okay. it? So, still modest. This is what it says. This is, a, this is on Wikipedia's wealth, okay? Um, it says, still modest by CEO standards. However, he also owns $80 million in shares in Amazon stock. Uh-huh. Or, sorry, 80 million shares of Amazon stock. Not oh. 80 million dollars. 80 okay. million shares, which accounts for the bulk of his estimated net worth of $165 billion. So, his money is not liquid. Okay? Do you understand that? Sure. So, he, 
the point that this, and I'm going to get into here, the point that I'm trying to make is, is that there's liquid money, which is liquid assets, which are things that you can get money quickly by the dictionary is things that you can get money from quickly. Yep. Um, shares do not consider, are not that. Okay. Okay. So Jeff Bezos's primary money is coming from his shares and his stocks, right? So I did the math. Doing the math. He is worth more than $500 million. How it's actually $500 million to $1 billion gets the 8%, or $10 billion gets the 8%. So anyway. So he's worth more than that. So what, what, regardless of math. No, it has to do the math. What, what does this have to do? Like, what, why is this bad for the country? Okay, let me get to it now. Okay. 10%. Yeah. Okay. Yep. He's worth $165 billion. That means that he would have to pay $13 billion Two hundred million dollars a year. Yeah, it's a shitload in taxes. It's a shitload, yeah. right? Yep. But the problem with wealth taxes in all the other countries, including what would happen to ours, is Jeff Bezos does not have thirteen billion dollars in liquid assets. Mm. So he would therefore not be able to pay his taxes. Well, and wouldn't he move to a different country if he was? They actually tax? have talk about that, and I'm not going to try to find it real quick. But you actually get a forty percent tax if you try to move out of the country. Oh, but that that's a one-time fee kind yes, of thing. But so. the point of it is this. With the wealth tax, yeah. you're, you're going to kill people. Not literally. He can't afford that. So what's he going to have to do? He's going to have to sell stock, sell his shares to get money. Yeah. But when you dump a large amount of shares into the market, they all of a sudden become not as worth, not, not as pricey yeah kind the, of kind of worthless well the demand or the supply goes up so the exactly. demand goes down and then you also got to take into consideration how many people are actually gonna buy those stocks mm-hmm. well so, with falling prices probably not a lot so the point i'm trying to make is is that these <sighs> actually you never know with falling prices you know no 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 it's not it's not a good thing tim pool really explains this but it's okay. not a good thing because basically there's no way that these people even trump himself who is a billionaire as right yeah they're not going to be able to actually pay these taxes. So what they, Bernie Sanders right here on uh, on this article says, Sanders calls for a national wealth registry mm. to support extreme tax on rich. So now they actually want to register. You have to register when you become a certain amount of wealth. You have a certain amount of wealth. Well, think about what, what they talk about with the Second Amendment and having a gun registry. Yeah. Now you're in the system. Now you have your name, how much you're worth, and yeah. all this stuff. And Dude, I tell you, it's all about data collection. It's data collection. Data collection's the wave of the future. The man. point is, is it's a job killer. That's my ultimate thing. Their idea, both of their ideas for wealth tax is ultimately going to lead to these billionaires cutting a lot of their money. Cutting jobs. Bernie Sanders in here quotes basically that his goal is within 10 years, he wants to cut billionaires' wealth in half. Yeah. What's the incentive to be a billionaire? So my f- friend at work, who happens to be a socialist, oh, no names drop. I'm not going to do that. I told him about this, and he says, "No, no, no, no. This works in Europe. Look, just look up France. They do this." Dude, I hate when we get compared to okay. European countries. Well, listen, I looked up France on my lunch that same day that he told me about this. Well, France just botched this whole thing because it didn't make money yeah. at all. It's not supposed to, though, right? Everybody left the country. Yeah, with that, money yep. that hurt. Uh, they weren't able to like they didn't have a registry. They weren't able to make it work at all. And mm. all the other countries are the same thing. So why people think that this is a good thing? Our economy is strong right now. Jobs are growing. We saw the numbers. Yeah, they're up. Why would you? Why are people not talking about this? 
It's a major part of their campaign. Major part of the campaign. We can't allow this. If you make money, you should get money. Yeah. And shares to me, like he has 80 million shares. That's not, I mean, that is his finances. There's ways around it. We can do some things to change this. Okay. I understand the extreme wealth. And, but see, they have no tax. Like if you, if, he, if Jeff Bezos had a child, when he dies, he could transfer all those shares to his child, all that wealth, quote yeah. unquote wealth. And there would be no taxes on it. His child would just get it and be able to ride it out for another 50 years. Yeah. You, we could make a tax. We could make a tax that if he passes away, just like when you, a house or anything else, you got to pay on things. We could make that happen to where that wealth doesn't just continue to grow for no reason. I, that's what I'm saying. There's things that we could do if you really want to have a conversation. I don't agree with it. I'm saying, but if we want to have a real conversation, right? Yeah. We could have that conversation and figure out ways, just like the gun laws, that we could actually have meaningful conversations that maybe will do something to stunt the growth of it, I guess. I, I mean, are you okay with them not being able to have the money that they have? What do you think, Instagram? What what would you what would you do if you were the uh, the massive? Do you think it creates jobs? Government? Do you think it creates jobs? Do you think Jeff Bezos creates jobs? Do you think all these guys create jobs? Trump's created jobs, right? Yeah. So take away their money and find out how many jobs they create. Yeah, look at uh, all these automated jobs that are coming from exactly. like McDonald's. All this and you're talking stuff. Amazon people. When you can't get your next day delivery, how happy are you going to be? I know I'm going to be mad. Yeah. So anyway, uh, we're going to end this conversation right now. Uh, yeah. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Thank yeah. you, Dave, for the uh, insightful conversation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, we will be right back. We're going to have another uh, conversation here very shortly. All right. Toodaloo. My point about it ultimately is, is it's easy to say I like Elizabeth Warren. It's easy to say I like uh, Bernie Sanders. Okay. Yeah. But... You, you're aware of this, okay? They have not talked about policy at all. They've only talked about scandal. Everybody. Well, it's all based on on emotion. <laughs> it is. I just had a, a fucking uppercut from yeah. my microphone again. God damn it. <laughs> my point is, is nobody's hearing about it. You either like Trump or you don't like Trump, but you have no idea what the hell these people represent. Yeah. Maybe Bernie, because so, he was in it in 2016. So but. I, I honestly, I have heard a little bit about uh, Elizabeth Warren, and I have heard a little bit about what she's into. Mm -hmm. And it it all sounds nice, but when you do the math like you just did, yeah. and when you actually look at the long-term uh, consequences, yeah. it, it has repercussions. I mean, these are reverberating waves that will trickle throughout our yeah. fucking history. And there, it takes a long time to reverse that damage. It does. It's not just something you can fix overnight. And, my, my, but I, I mean, I, our culture is already there. You can't yeah, fucking fix what, yeah. what's already damaged so far. So, I mean, the first thing is to get people on this wave of socialism is good. Yeah. Let's, yes. Well, it's actually, right. it's actually getting people on the wave of you're not, you're not as meaningful as the rich. Well, that's so always wait, been the thing. But I know. But, but look at the last fucking years, dude. Yep, ever since Bernie Sanders. Yeah. You've had this rise in socialism. Yes. Democratic socialism, yes. which there is no fucking thing. You have these Norway states. I would actually like to say there's it's not just democratic socialism because yeah. as I found out recently, like I talked about with a coworker and stuff, uh, I mean, they're actually a straight up socialism. Isn't he, he from Europe though? He is. He is. Um but but he's he's pretty firmly uh, with socialism yeah. and communism, which is, you know, 
I, I it, but the point is, is there's there are those people. You can't say it doesn't exist. It's there. There's people definitely that believe this 100, percent which is why there's support for these people. Yeah, but but AOC comes out to today or yesterday and says that she wants to give. Uh, I don't want to get on this topic too yeah. much. I want to read a little more, but she says that she wants to give illegal immigrant Im- immigrants. Yeah. Full benefits, right? The reason I say this is not because I want to talk about it, but because the party in itself, the Democratic Party in itself, is really, really going hard left. I think, as I've heard multiple people say, I think that those people, this extreme left, the socialists, the, that party, I think they want to see the Democratic Party fall. And I think they're willing to do whatever they can to fuck the party up so they get so bad that the people search for something new. And that new thing is socialism. They do. And where do you think those people are coming from? Europe and Russia. And, and, and their deep state coups, dude. They've that's been, what we want to talk they've about. They've been planted for a while. Yeah. But um, maybe if we have time, we can go into some of these other news links. But yeah. Sorry, I kind of ranted there. But it, it, I've been thinking about that for a week. And it, it, no, it's, that, just that makes one, sense. it's just one of the things that nobody's fucking talking about. It's, well, it's gross. And dude. I will tell you right now, if they if they decide to back AOC and AOC is really just there to get to, she's to the, she, she is the finger lick. OK, uh, she's, she's the, the finger lick. Trump. She no, she's the finger lick in the wind to to put these points into <sighs> conversation, getting people talking about it, getting it acceptable I don't know about that, bro. I actually think that she's a she's a mini Trump, and I and I love Trump, but I don't love her. I think she she's, is the, a, she's she's serving plant, the same per- purpose. I think she's a plant. She's a disruptor. That's well, my opinion. Uh, she's here to uh, persuade the United States economy into going more socialist. And I will mm. tell you right now, a dead nail. If God damn it, a dead nail in the Democratic wave. If they decide to support that, that's going to be the end of. I mean that that is basically a seal the deal for Trump. If you're going to yes. provide welfare to immigrants yep. or illegal immigrants, yeah. What are we having a buzz? A little bit. It's fine. I'll, I'll I, I unplug my phone. That might be what it is. It is. That's okay. what it was. All right. So yeah, I agree with you. But I like I said a minute ago, I actually do think that Talib, her, I think they want to see the Democrats fall. She came out just the other day. Whoa! She came out the other day and said that she's bored and sick of the the collusion. She's just bored. The impeachment. She oh. said that she's bored and she's quote over it. So I heard a, a comment from somebody on the internet that that made a good point. She just hamstrung the fucking Democrats. Yeah. yeah. She forced Nancy Pelosi to finally cave and do this impeachment hearing. We all know that AOC. She's, she's not on Nancy Pelosi's side, dude. No, I know, but her party has enough traction that she said, remember, she kept saying she was the voice yeah. of it. She's like, it's terrible that we haven't even got to the point of impeachment. It's been, well, she hamstrung though. Now she doesn't care. Now Nancy Pelosi is stuck dealing me, with this. Let me tell you about this, okay? Yeah. So everyone thinks that there's a conspiracy about this deep state coup. Yep. But I have some stuff here that I want to show you guys that actually will prove. Yeah, actually, the deep state coup, coup conspiracy is not a conspiracy. It, the deep state coup is not a conspiracy. It's not a conspiracy. It's an actual thing. It's okay. actually legit. It's actually happening. It's not a conspiracy. But do do people actually think that it's not legit? They do. Some people are like, "Oh, come on, please!" Like the CIA is going to take down Trump. Oh, come on, dude. Trump's guilty. Look, okay. look at this, you guys. Okay. 
So what's the CIA supposed to do? Work for the president, right? Yes. Supposed to work for our government in the best interest interest of our government. Yes. So um, as far back as when Trump became president in the early days, you're, we're talking January, first week of January or so, 2017, uh, you have all of these ex-CIA agents going into C- CNN, MSNBC, um, John Brennan, uh, you have uh, who, whoever the fuck else, Andy McCabe now is on CNN. Yeah. So back in the day here, we have uh, Schumer on Rachel Maddow's show. This is in early 2017. Mm. So uh, Donald Trump tweets out the quote unquote intelligence briefing on so-called Russia hacking was delayed until Friday. Perhaps more time needed to build a case. Very strange, you know, like a typical yeah. Trump tweet. And so here's uh, Chuck Schumer on Rachel Maddow discussing uh, with with uh, or discussing about this tweet here. And so this is what Chuck Schumer had to say. It was delayed until Friday. Perhaps more time needed to build a case. Very strange. We're actually told, intelligence sources tell NBC News since this tweet has been posted, that actually this intelligence briefing for the president-elect was always planned for Friday. It hasn't been delayed. But he's, he's taking these shots, this antagonism, yep. this taunting to the intelligence community. You, you take on the intelligence community, they have six ways from Sunday at getting back at you. So even okay. mm. So right there. What the fuck does that mean? Six ways What the hell Sunday does that mean, Chuck Schumer? To get back at you. What does that mean? And you know what? If you keep listening to that clip, Rachel Maddow doesn't even say, what, what are you talking about? Six ways at Sunday. Because That's she's very the, interesting she's the ultimate that. conspiracy theorist. No, but no one does that. When, when anyone on the, on the ex-CIA kind of panel, like forum or whatever the hell they're coming from, mm-hmm. whenever they say something like that, it's just taken with a grain of salt. They're like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, I understand what you mean. Yeah. Any, anything can happen to this guy. Yeah. And it's like, are you fucking kidding? I would like to know what that means. So, so clearly they, they have a brotherhood in the CIA. You know what I'm saying? We'll get there. Yeah. So check this out. In the early weeks of Trump's administration, he had leaks. Remember this? Yes. And he's had leaks this whole fucking time. Exactly. But a phone call between him and the Australian prime minister. Uh-huh. And that was a big deal. And after that happened, he started putting his calls on secret servers. And now that's coming back up. Yeah. Why is this Ukrainian call or this call with a Ukrainian president on a secret server, which is something that Obama has done? Yeah. I mean, there's a Federalist paper um, from 9-28-29 or 2019 by Susan Rice. Everybody can look it up. We'll put yeah. it on our show notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obama's done this too. It's a thing that happens. You put these conversations on secret servers so that way no one leaks it. And Donald Trump was leaking, his administration was leaking information like a sieve. Yeah. So he had to do something to kind of protect the information. And uh, next. So next you have Andy McCabe Mm. revealing on, um, I think this was like 60 minutes. He reveals that Rosenstein, which is the deputy attorney general. Remember, so Jeff Sessions recused himself, right? Yep. Because he was a Trump supporter. He said, "I, I got this guy in. I supported him. I can't investigate him because yep. I have bias. Yep. So, well, let's go to the next guy down in line, which is Rosenstein. Yep. Or Rosenstein. Um, 
So Andy, so Rosenstein wanted to invoke the 25th Amendment. So he was trying to get all of these members of the cabinet to vote Trump out. Yeah. And we had this interview here. It was very revealing. So we're going to have another. Uh, it might be hard to hear this on Instagram. So if li- it is, listen, sorry. Listen session here. So here we go. The cabinet who would vote to remove the president. That's correct. Counting votes or possible votes. What seemed to be coursing through the mind of the deputy attorney general was getting rid of the president of the United States. Well, one way or another. I can't confirm that. But what I can say is the deputy attorney general was definitely very concerned about the president, about his capacity and about his intent at that point in time. How did he bring up the idea of the 25th Amendment to you? Honestly, I don't remember. Bullshit. He, yeah, this guy's a punk, dude. kind of topic that he jumped to in the midst of a, 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 of a wide-ranging conversation. Seriously? Have you, <laughs> just yeah. another topic? Yeah. Okay, so just another topic. That guy did a really good job at, at fighting yeah. back on that. That's what journalism's all about. Being like, this is a big fucking decision. You're going to vote this guy out. Yeah. You're trying to... It's a deep state coup. It is. It's a soft coup. But you want to vote this guy out, and you don't remember how that decision came up? No. I mean... Dude, listen. uh, All these guys that you're talking about, to me, are just mm. filth, man. Here's another thing. Judicial Watch. Yep. They just came out with some uh, FOIA requests. So, Freedom of Information Act. They uncovered some secret Mueller discussions that was happening with Rosenstein, the same guy we were just talking about, right? Yep. So May 9th, 2007, Rosenstein recommended firing Comey to Trump. Yep. On May 12th, Rosen, or, so the next day, actually, so May 10th, Trump fires Comey. On May 12th, Rosenstein emails Mueller. Mm-hmm. So he, in these secret emails, he's saying... Uh, Let's see here, actually. The boss doesn't know. <laughs> yes. The boss doesn't know we're talking. Who's the boss? Is it Trump? I don't know. Is it actually Sessions? Because, I mean, it's Rosenstein, so he's just the deputy. Yeah, could be Sessions. So, um, a couple days later, so this is May 16th. Okay. Rosenstein emails Bush deputy, or the former, so this was Bush... Deputy Attorney General. Okay. And he says, quote, I am with Mueller. He shares my views. Duty calls. Sometimes the moment chooses us. Mm. Okay. Uh, the next day, the very next day, Mueller is hired and appointed to the investigation for the rump or the Trump the Russia. Rump, the rump. The Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> yes. So you're saying that they actually might have some, like Mueller maybe was in on this whole crap. I mean, this. Dude, it was all tied up. It was yeah. all it was all a, a deep state thing. Which I mean, I guess we kind of knew, but that's what makes it even more revealing when when well, he when he comes out and says that they have nothing. You know, like Mueller came out and was just saying that they have like nothing. Yeah, that's why it was so damning. That's why the Democrats were so upset because they were for sure that Mueller had something on it. Well, the thing is, is how long did he know they had nothing? How long did he keep this whole thing going? He 
He kept it going as long as they could. He kept it going a long damn time. And the people who got arrested had nothing to do with this. It had something to do with shit in their previous life or other stuff that they were guilty of. Yeah. It had nothing to do with Trump Russia. So also Ro- Rosenstein uh, also did sign off on one of the FISA requests. Yeah. So he did renew a FISA. So, uh, but then you have Brennan, this guy. Yep. Dude. Brennan, ooh, he's a piece of work, man. I think he is at the he so he was the Comey mm-hmm. in uh the Obama administration. Yeah. So he was he's been around for a long time, but he was there leading up to Trump. So he was dealing with, oh, we have Trump coming in here. What are we gonna do about it? What do you guys want to do? So remember, he actually called Trump treasonous. Mm-hmm. And this was a big deal. This is when treason was actually the the first time treason was getting out there and be like Ooh, what's what's the penalty for treason? What do you do to death? People? It's death. It's death, right? So, what does Trump do? He revokes Brennan's security clearance. Yep, I remember that. And remember, this was a humongous deal. He yep. was making the making the circuits. He was going to CNN, MSNBC, all these fucking ABC News. He was saying, "This is a national security threat." Without me having that security clearance, why? Why do you need it? Yeah. Why are we have people doing your job now? You don't need to be there. You don't need to know this stuff. Yeah. Why is it such a threat that you're not involved in this conversation anymore? So um, Trump proceeds to revoke 75 more people's security clearances. These are previous administrations that don't need to know this information, right? Yep. So he's cutting their security clearance. Brennan, he's making his national-wide media coverage, you know. Um, find out that people with security clearances and that have that access, they get paid more. So when mm. they when they go into like these CNN forums or these little off-mic yeah. meetings, they get paid a little bit more money because they actually have the information that all these networks need, right? Yeah, no, I hear you. So, so he was kind of pissed about not getting his money. Oh, he's not the only one because we got Phil Mudd now. Phil Mudd? <laughs> Phil Mudd. You ever heard of this guy? No. <laughs> well, you're about to. So we got another video, and this is from um, Tucker Carlson. Okay. And so this was uh, a video that Tucker Carlson was playing, Phil Mudd from one of the, one of the fucking main, uh, you'll see. But this is where Phil Mudd kind of, goes a little crazy here. Yeah. It's in Washington. Phil Mudd is a former CIA employee. Like so many partisans from intelligence world, he's now a contributor at CNN. Last night, Mudd sent an on-air warning to the president and his lawyer. Back off or prepare to get hurt. I spent a lot of time in government. Yeah, watch this. There are State Department officials who will testify, intel guys, DOD, Department of Defense people. All of us are sort of a brotherhood and sisterhood. Rudy Giuliani parachutes in from Mars. The people who will testify are going to look at him, including State Department officials, and say, I don't have to protect that guy. He didn't operate by the rules. He didn't do what you're supposed to do in government. I suspect he's Almost such a turd. what the Congress will do. If I were him, I'd be worried about whether people in government stick a shiv in his back. He's in trouble. Wow. Okay. So All right. So a shiv in the back. Beware, Giuliani, right? And what he said there was the CIA is a brotherhood. This is a 
a network of a gang. Mm-hmm. And we're going to stick together. We're going to do whatever it takes to keep that gang in control. Yep. And whether that's kill an elected president who was duly elected by the American people or do whatever it takes. I mean, they're going above and beyond the law. The, law, yeah. the American law doesn't matter yeah. to these guys. That's what, it, that's what they're saying. It's like saying. the fucking Wild West, man. But that's, that, this is the evidence that you have, everybody. Yeah. It's not a conspiracy. It's a real fucking thing. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like, I think if you're, um, if you're not paying attention, yes. if you're not looking, which I, I hate to say it, but most people aren't, right? Most people aren't, and it's easy to But like to, to me and you, or to, pff, damn, most of our followers who are on top of this, you know, like this stuff is, is old news. And, yeah. I, I, and the thing is, I know you don't want to, and I don't want to, but we're not trying to beat a dead horse here. But you got to understand that you got Rachel Maddow's of the world who are still continuing to say the Russian conspiracy and the blah, 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 blah. And, the, and listen, now we're getting into Ukraine, right? Yeah. So we, we, we have to take a step back, okay? They, they're pushing this narrative because they want to keep – you sent me that video earlier. Of Dan, uh, I can't, I never can say his last name, dude. Bon, Bonagino? Dan the man. Dan. Dan Bongino. Bongino. Yes. And uh, it was great. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for sharing that with me. Yeah. He's trying to say, like, listen, this is all right in front of us. Yeah. But Trump did it. Yeah. Don't forget Trump did this. That's their push. Yeah, exactly. They don't have anything. We got into an argument on Instagram yesterday. I did it. Then Greg, you kind of got into it. With this guy, he was. Yeah, it was great to have a conversation with somebody who was anti. He was. He well, had, the, the, so it wasn't an argument. Okay, it an, wasn't an argument because an it, argument is something that can actually uh, where you have two sides that are willing to hear. Yeah, the, and, and this was a this was a barrage of messages yeah. of nonsense. Yeah, and when you have a situation where there's nonsense, there's no winning. So eventually, you have to quit. But the point is, is that he's a great example of the misinformation being used. He was throwing out stuff that is just flat out lies. The guy on our our Instagram. Yes, on our Instagram. Yeah. They're lies. They're everything that the CNN, MSNBC, ABC, all this crap. This is stuff they're pushing. He claimed he wasn't a Democrat. (laughs) Who knows? But the point is, is you, you, you hear this stuff and they put out these articles. They retract them later, you know, they know that the average person is is really just looking at something quickly, soaking it in their brain, and moving on to the next. Yeah. So you still have people. Did you hear Nancy Pelosi the other day about Adam Schiff? I hope I didn't. I can't stand that woman, but it's okay. So I'm going to try to find her real quick if you want to kind of chat it up for a second. But my point is, is we as American citizens are not in general doing our job. We are starting to, though. We are starting Some to. Some are. And, you know, yes, some are, and we, we don't want, it's not going fast enough. I agree. We're, we're impulsive. We want this to happen now. And I'm saying the average American is busy and I will give them that they work, they're supporting families. They're they're They got things to do and they're not spending very much time on, on looking at facts and digging into this stuff. Well, and, that, and the yeah. news is certainly not helping the situation, man. All they're talking about is Russia, Russia, Ukraine, Ukraine, the, the impeachment. Job, so what the what the news wants to do now, or what they figured out they have to do, is continually feed uh, stories, just anything they can. As soon as, you know what the death knell was, Dave? What's that? To our society. 
when the news became a 24-7 entertainment system. 24-7. When do, yeah. Why do you need news 24 hours, seven days a week? And yeah. how are you possibly going to fill that out? Like, how are you going to fill those hours? And what are you going to fill it with now? You have to create the stories that are interesting or are intriguing or that will mm-hmm. change your perspective on things. Yep. And so if, if you don't have stuff like that, people aren't going to, they're not going to watch it. And, no. and, and you need people to click on it. It's clickbait. It's the freaking clickbait of our century. And it, it honestly needs to go away. These 24-7 news programs, or at least, like, quite frankly saying, you need to have a disclaimer. There should be a disclaimer saying this yep. is opinion only, right? This is 99% of this is opinion. You're going to receive 1% of fact. Yep. The rest of it is filler. We're, we're here to fill the, the time and the space. So, <sighs> I, I, I got to find this video. Well, so can I, can I go into Ukraine? Yeah, you can. That's fine. Because what, what I want to talk about has to do with the Ukraine thing. So I would actually prefer if you could if you could take the lead for a second. And you I want wanna... well, so yeah, I'm gonna need some phone. Uh... Okay, give me about two minutes, and okay. I'll, I'll get you going here. Well, uh, everybody out there, love you. Love you too, man. Uh, you the know, fans are great. I, I do got to say though, uh, I had a weird experience uh, when I was. So everybody, for for clarity, we live in Washington. But we work in Oregon. Yeah, I want and to clarify that. We we live, uh, we're about an hour away from Portland. We yeah. have a lot of people who are like, man, you guys are from Portland? Listen, well, I work in downtown Portland. I am yeah. there every day of my life. Dave is in the Antifa capital of the oh, world. Oh my gosh. Greg, you're outside of Portland. I'm a little on the outskirts. But the but the truth is, is like, even though we're not in the actual city of Portland. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so the thing is, um, I in, in Oregon State, you have to actually have someone pump your gas for you because yeah. I mean uh, the, the state and the government has actually uh, decided that people are unwilling or unable to actually pump their own gas. I mean, God forbid. Right. Yes. So I was handing the, the girl, my credit card and our hands touched. It was very awkward. As if you ever, like, have you ever like handed somebody something and then like they, they grab your finger on accident, but it was like a little, it was more than one Mississippi. It was like a little longer. Oh, it was kind of like a. It was very a caress. And then our eyes locked, and I got, I started my my breath got a little heavy. Mm-hmm. I got a little quiver. Well, listen, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna film this. I'm gonna stop you real quick. I, I can't find this. <laughs> okay, you can't find what you're I can't looking find for. this video. But what it was is Nancy Pelosi was just on. She just had an interview with ABC News. Oh, I thought you were gonna say on medication. No, and I was like, dude, she she's, probably is. That's been a long. But she had an interview with uh, ABC News about. The impeachment, right? Mm-hmm. They asked her about Adam when, Schiff, okay, and about his false. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I know exactly what you're saying. And she actually, she said, "Is he didn't make anything up? He, he, yeah, he, he didn't she make said that he spoke Trump's words. He spoke it. That's if, no, he didn't make anything and, up. And this yes, guy, yes, he did. Actually, called her out on it. He's like, ma'am, yes, he said that that was a parody." It was no. George, it was George Stepanopoulos. Stepanopoulos. I know exactly. So what you're talking my about. point, I was trying to go off of what we were just talking about, is yeah. that they are almost believing their lies, and and it, they know that people are going to see that clip and be like, "See, Pelosi said that he that it, Trump really said it's, that." It's exactly. It's a, it's a game. Do you want this on Instagram? Or you want this? Just no, video? just just a straight up video. Okay. I think we're done with Instagram Live tonight, everybody. <sighs> All right. But um, 
That is exactly what you were talking about is the more you throw mud at a wall, no matter how dirty that mud is, it can be clean mud. No, that's a bad example. There is clean mud, though. There is clean mud or uh, white mud, as in Tommy Boy or Black Sheep. Well, that sounds a little. Uh, It's a good movie, everybody. Black Sheep. Go look it up. 1996. Um, So they have all this information. It's wrong information, but they keep throwing it out there. So that way, that's all you see. Yep. They're they're saturating the the news market with this false narrative. Yes. And so this whistlegate. This is what I really want to get into here. Um, I think I know who the uh, the whistleblower is. You do. I think I do. Okay. Let's hear it. All right. Yeah. You heard it first. You heard it first here, everybody. Actually, I heard it from someone else, and I okay. and I think so. You heard it second. Yes. <laughs> Possibly. This is secondhand. Uh, oh. Oh, and that that fits right into the new form they got revised. So we'll talk about it right now. So in 2016, Biden reveals his quid pro quo with former Ukraine president uh, to fire the Ukraine prosecutor that was uh, going after his son. Right. He wanted to. uh, That guy was Victor Shokin. Shokin. And Victor Shokin is someone that you guys should pay attention to because he was the guy who got fired for investigating or trying to investigate Hunter Biden. He never got to, but he got fired, right? Yep. So, okay, April 21st in 2019, Zelensky is the new president of Ukraine. And then who calls him? Who calls him after that? Trump. Trump does. So Trump calls him, says, congratulations on the win. Brilliant win. Beautiful. Big. And so, okay, April 25th, 2019. So four days later, Biden announces that he's going to run for president. Hmm. Remember we talked about this. Yeah. So this is four days later. And so everybody's like, "Uh Oh, we got a little trouble here. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So July 25th. So two months later, three months later, sorry, bad updates in math. There was the phone call, the infamous phone call that this whole thing is about. Yep. So they knew that Trump was going to call him, congratulate him on the win. And then eventually he's going to call him back and talk about this Ukrainian deal, right? Yep. So then, then there it is. He does. He brings up Biden. He brings up CrowdStrike. But no one's talking about CrowdStrike, and we'll talk about why. So August 2019. So not even a week later, the whistleblower form revised. Yes. So there was previously a form that when you fill it out as a whistleblower, it says in bold, underlined, big capital letters, first-hand information required for a whistleblower. Yes. That was the old form. Yes. The new form does not say that now. It does not. So the rules have not changed. Granted, the rules have not changed. And I know Trump has been out there saying, the rules have changed. No. The form changed. So the form changing it changes the rules in essence because you don't have that requirement that was on the form, right? Yes. So what do you have? You have this whistleblower kind of giving secondhand knowledge. Yes. Not firsthand knowledge. It was secondhand. And so everybody's saying, oh, well, isn't that convenient that now on August 12th, 2019, yeah. the whistleblower complaint is submitted. Hmm. So that means that the form must have been revised between August 1st and August 12th yeah. or be- before August 12th. But it was revised in August because it's a, it's a government form. In all government forms, you have to have a revision date. 
you have to keep track of that. It's part of GDP, good yes. documentation practices for all federal government forms. Yes. Down at the bottom corner, it says August 2019, revised. Okay? You guys can look this up. So what happened around early August? Does everybody remember? Hmm. Well, the director of national security, Dan Coates, got removed from office. Okay. He got fired. And Q called that. Yep. Fly, fly Dan, fly, or fly Coates fly, fly Dan fly. Something, something like, like that. that. Yep. Uh, Radcliffe was supposed to replace Dan Coates, but he withdraws. And Susan Gordon was the proposed nominee from who? The CIA. Okay. So they're saying, Susan Gordon is who you want to hire. Sir. Listen, I'm just on this roller coaster. It's fine. I'm, I'm riding it's, it with you. It's all you. good. It's I'm, all good. I'm soaking this in. Like so, I hope her fans are. So what happened is Trump did not choose Susan Gordon. Trump was like, oh, I know you guys. And I know that anyone who you're recommending is fake news mm-hmm. or who wants to get me out of office. So this Susan Gordon, nope, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Uh, come to find out, Susan Gordon is a BFF to Brennan. Mm. She worked with Brennan. Okay. Because she was a, for a long time, uh, let's see, she, <laughs> Sue Gordon is a great professional with a long and distinguished career. I've gotten to know Sue over the past two years and have developed great respect for her. Sue has announced she will be leaving on August 15th, which coincides with the retirement of Dan Coates. A new acting director of national intelligence will be named shortly. So Sue Gordon was recommended to be the new director of national intelligence. Okay. She was supposed to replace Dan Coates. She resigned. She gave a letter of resignation. And Trump was like, okay, I'm going to send out a tweet saying, okay, see you later. This is, you know, it's weird that Dan Coates is out and now you're out. But the reason why she resigned is because she figured out she wasn't going to get the job. So Trump hired someone else and the whistleblower came out days later, four days later. So it's her. Susan Gordon's your whistleblower, everybody. I guarantee it. And then not only that, but the reason why Adam Schiff is on, on everywhere saying he, mm-hmm. the whistleblower, he knew what he was doing. He knows this. He, yeah, knows, he, kept, he keeps saying it. He, he keeps saying he on purpose because yeah. they want to mislead you to go down a different road. I hear you. And um, I know now there's a second whistleblower and there's like text messages and all this other stuff going on. I don't know about that right now. Listen, <laughs> but it's it's one more fucking thing. That's the truth of it. It is. It's one more thing that. Uh, well, here, I'm going to pass this to you. Okay. It's one more thing that uh, this initial whistleblower didn't work out so well. No. Right. We can agree with that. Yep. It's kind of been a uh, big old turd on the heads of the Democrats. Yep. Not only that, but we talked earlier. It's it's hurt. I, I think it's going to be hurting their party. It's not popular. I know there's some polls saying that it's more popular, but it's not popular. Okay. They look dumb. So they have to keep the narrative going. They have to. So, of course, there's another whistleblower. Trump just came out and tweeted today, like, or I think it was a tweet, but he came out and was like, Keep the whistleblowers coming. Like, he knows. Well, so that's the thing. With the form being revised, yeah, secondary information now, Brennan put out a tweet saying, remember, guys, it doesn't have to take sec- or first-hand knowledge now. 
If you have any information and you work for these intelligence agencies, come forward with your information. So he's he's sending out the signal. He's yeah. he's like Batman, sending it out to everybody, yeah, saying, yeah. "Come forward, everybody. We will we will accept all whistleblowers." Yeah. So what I think everybody should do, whistleblow, create a whistleblower, but not against Trump. Just create it against maybe John Brennan. Yeah, you know. Or Joe Biden, just saying. Well, hey. I actually, uh, Nancy Pelosi diddled my wiener one time. Exactly. There you go. So just make up, make up shit, everybody. That's because that's the way of politics, right? I, uh, I'm a little surprised that uh, Trump people haven't already, because there's been a lot of shit going on. Uh, some people, yeah, I'm not gonna get into that, but there's been a lot of stuff going on, and it's surprise. But see, I think I think Trump's Trump's people have more dignity. That's the thing. They do. And they won't do this. And they won't do it. They won't. But Talib, uh, she came out with saying that they're looking at how to arrest people in the Trump administration and where they can keep them. I know. And that won't happen. I'm not saying it's going to happen. But what I am saying is, is that should be scary to everybody. Well, that's that's because what, that is we've we've had this cold civil war talk. There's been talk about cold civil war, right? Yep. The truth is, is if you really want to push me or anybody else on Trump's side, yeah. to fanaticalism start arresting his cabinet members start arresting bars well, so they are, they uh, that's what they've been doing look at who Mike, else did that well look at michael flynn who else did that they do this but they have to they have to make it look legit right but who else did this who else did this yeah the nazis yeah uh, you start, well, what's a, the best way to shut somebody up and start killing them arresting them yeah, but you have to. You, the The propaganda is key, and they already have control of that, right? It's the media. Yeah, but the thing is, is it's the mainstream media. The thing is, ultimately, is we're not. It's not working. It's not working like the Nazis. They didn't know better in Germany. Yeah, right. They just heard this info, and they and they didn't freaking know better. And and unfortunately, we're not in that position anymore. Well, so to finish off on this Ukrainian thing, I I think it all is going to come unwound. Yeah. And this is the beginning of a mass exposure. And I know we've been saying this and I know it needs to fucking is speed up. Is this the Red October? This is the Red October, everybody. Oh wow, I didn't have you in frame. This is the Red October, everybody. Do you think it's actually <laughs> <laughs> Hey, so but they've been talking about that. Is there a Red October mask getting uh, it's getting into October now and do you, you know, think that it's going to happen in in October? The each party, both parties, I should say, have something coming. That is big. Do you remember in 2016? What happened in October of 2016? What? The pussy, grab them by the pussy tape. The, the what? The grab them by the The, I mean, all of this uh, FBI investigation on Hillary. Dude, it was madness. You had Muslims blowing shit up. Yep. You had uh, black people getting shot by the cops. Yep. Everyone's crazy. We got to vote someone in. Mass to get, shootings happening. We got to vote someone in to take care of us. This has got to have. We need the government to take care of us. Yeah. You're going to see that again, but it's going to be tenfold, dude. So here we go. Getting right. in, getting into the Ukraine thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So this is kind of what Dan Bongino was talking about, but it all is entwined and it begins with the Atlantic Council. And you're going to see a lot of stuff come around to the Atlantic Council. And the Atlantic Council is a, a board of, it's kind of like a, a high society. 
Yeah. You know, like the uh, whatever it's called that that meets every year in Europe and decides the fate of humanity. Uh, <laughs> That's bleak. <laughs> so here's who's on the board, right? So you have Viktor Pinchuk, who's mm-hmm. a wealthy Ukrainian who donated $25 million to yes. the Clinton Foundation, which some might say was a sanctions violation because she, he did that while she was the Secretary of State. And this guy also has trade links with Iran. Okay, so this guy is giving his money to foreign enemies. He's a big wig. You have Evelyn Farkas. She's the foreman or the former deputy assistant secretary of defense. I know these are all big words. It doesn't matter. She worked for Obama. That's yeah. all you got to know. And she's the one who fed the Russian hacking information up to Congress. She's the one who said, we got to we got to inform Congress here. I'm going to tell everybody. Yeah. Uh, we also have on this uh, Atlantic Council board the CEO of CrowdStrike, everybody. So CrowdStrike is the company that was given access to analyze the digital server for HRC and the Democrats, and they all said that Russia hacked that server. Yeah, This is the server that Russia hacked. Yeah, I thought the FBI had that though, right? The FBI never obtained it. Mm-hmm. They never obtained it. And they never investigated it because they never had it. So what did they do? What did the FBI do? They relied on CrowdStrike for giving them an independent analysis. So they said, okay, well, we don't have the server. You give us all the information you have on this, which contained incorrect information. Because the way that they investigated that was based off of a prior investigation, which never happened. They found out. Russians hacking into like a Ukrainian... Well, no, yes, it was like some sort of... It was That's a, what they based it on. They said the, the way that they hacked the DNC was the same way that the Russians hacked this Ukrainian deal or something like that, but that Ukrainian thing never happened, so it was, exactly. it was made up out of thin air. Exactly. So it'd be like um, me creating a recipe yeah. and going to a cookbook that didn't exist and be like, oh, well, I was basing this recipe off of that cookbook. Oh, well, that cookbook doesn't exist, bro. So you just made this fucking recipe up? Yeah, that's kind of a poor example, but yeah. it is. It is because <laughs> I mean, so much like this is so much more important. You know what I mean? It's well, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, t- there's a difference yeah. between two eggs and one egg, Dave. Yeah, I would like three personally. So anyway, also, this is a big yeah. hitter on the CEO or not the CEO, but uh, the the Atlantic Council. They partnered. They have a joint partnership with Burisma Natural or Natural Gas. Which who, is who's that? Hunter, Hunter Biden's Biden. company, who is notably in legal troubles for having some yes. sort of three million dollars in fees missing or doing gone somewhere. Yep. So you have Hunter Biden, you have CrowdStrike, you have the Ukrainian server, you have this Russia hacking stuff, you have the the woman who gave it up to federal Congress, yep. and then you have this Ukrainian wealthy backer with a shitload of money. Yep. You All also you also the, have Biden himself, Vice President Biden himself, who is working the Ukraine deal. He's yeah. working with Ukraine. He was assigned to the Ukrainian situation. Yes. That ties in. It has to tie in. But you guys, so, this is the, so that is why they don't want CrowdStrike in there because the server, mm-hmm. it goes back to the server, which implicates Hillary yeah. it, because you have false data that was never investigated. Yeah. And so who who is going to investigate that server? That's what Trump was trying to do. And and Bongino made a good point when he was talking about this. And he was saying, everybody's like, why is he talking about CrowdStrike? Like, what does that have to do with anything? It has to do with everything. It has to do with everything. Everything. Yes. And the moment that that comes out, 
or I should say the moment that people realize what this actually means, mm-hmm. the few, there's a lot that don't even know what this is. Yeah. That's what's going to start making the game change. Because when you actually see, why are all these Americans, first of all, on a Ukrainian, or it's actually not Ukrainian, but it's like a, what is it called? The, um, the board that they're on. The Atlantic Council. Atlantic Council. Yeah. They're all tied to DNC. They all have parents who are part of the DNC. You know, a lot of money. You guys. A lot of power. A lot of power. The Ukraine government is part of the Russia gate. And they are part of. Yes. They are the whole. They're that the the corruption there is behind this whole. Which makes perfect sense when the new Ukrainian president comes out. He gets elected on the fact that he is going to turn their country around. Yep. Fix the corruption, expose the corruption, right? He in in his in his talk with Trump, he says a couple times that he took a lot of cues from Trump's campaign. Yep. Yep. So does it not make sense to you that he wants to or even already started investigating all this corruption? This is just one piece of it, by the way. Oh yes. We don't even know about everything else. This is as relevant to America right now. That that is why this is you're getting the pry bar right underneath that fucking mm-hmm. piece of wood right on the edge. And well, and what's it, what's it going to expose? They have information, man, that we've never seen. What is it going to expose about Obama, Biden, so this Hillary? Is, it, the, oh, Obama emails is who they're trying to protect because they don't want to see Obama out there. You guys listen to this, though. Well, he's their golden boy. Victor Pinchuk. Mm-hmm. You remember who Pinchuk, P-I-N-C-H-U-K, Victor Pinchuk. He was, or actually, I'm sorry. I take that back. Oh, no. Damn it. It's it's another Victor. Victor Shokin. Shokin, yes. Shokin. S-O, or S-H-O, K-I-N. God damn it. Victor Shokin. I'm I'm losing my words here. Victor Chokin. Victor Chokin Shokin. He was the guy who was Mm -hmm. prosecuting who got fired. Yes. And Biden was withholding the $1 billion in military aid. Yes. Until this guy got fired. Yes. So I just posted something on our Instagram today, everybody. A Ukrainian top prosecutor says he will be looking into a case involving Joe Biden and Hunter Biden. The prosecutor general, Russian blah, 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 blah. I'm not even going to try. Announced that he plans to review several cases, one which involves the gas company where Hunter Biden served on the board. Yeah. So things are developing now. Yeah, and the thing is, I want to, like, it's, um, there's a lot to this. And uh, it's hard because I want to talk a lot about it, but it's like one of those things that I'm getting uh, impatient. I think a lot of conservatives are. I think a lot of Trump supporters are. I'm glad you brought that up. Well, I'm saying this because it's kind of like every time you get on anybody's post and you start looking at their stuff, most of the comments are like, they haven't done anything yet and you think they're going to. Exactly. Or that's what they said last time. I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. So the thing is, is I have to stop and understand that. Listen, if it came out too quick, then I would be concerned as well. Right. Because then I'd be like, wow, maybe there wasn't much to this. The fact that Barr has been literally, where is he? He's he, I think Barr is deep in some shit right now. I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean, in a good way. I think he is uncovering a bunch of shit. You, he went to, uh, what Italy, Rome. And what happened when he was in Rome, the, the day he was in Rome, 
What happened? The Vatican, or was was it the Vatican? They got, like, I mean, the cops showed up and they were pulling out. I mean, there's this shit going on. They were pulling out information. They they raided the, I don't think it was the Vatican. It was something similar to the Vatican. Well, well, here's the thing. We've, we as Q followers, I should say. Yeah. I, I am. I don't, yeah, I, I know, am, Dave, but you're, not, you're to starting your extent, to, not to your extent, but yes. But we're getting impatient and shit has to come down to the wire now because yeah. this is what everybody has been waiting for. But what because I'm trying to say is we can't jump the gun. We cannot. Because but, there's... But who else is jumping? The The Democrats are jumping the gun at every chance they can. Yeah, but that's the reason that I, I, I think it looks bad because because they are they keep pumping out fake shit constantly. But it, it it's But I'm saying it's... Because they have control of the narrative. And so what happens, timing, though? Timing. Timing is important. But people are going to get impatient. And that's what I worry about. Because you're getting more people that said, you're lying... You're not doing anything. I'm yeah. not seeing it. Goodbye. And I'm not going to vote for okay. anybody. Yeah, no, no. I don't know about that. I think what I think in my perspective, I think the Democrats are coming out with so much. They're flooding it. They're flooding everything. I think the people are generally confused by what the Democrats are doing. I think that, uh, you know, even moderate Democrats that are looking at it going like, I don't care about Ukraine. This is a bunch of crap, dude. Like, this is getting really old. It's getting really old. And they have this this thing where they keep pumping information out before they know anything about it. It's just like the news. Just the yeah. media does it. We talked about it on the last podcast. They're putting out stories at 8 o'clock at night. They're re, re, uh, correcting them at 6 in the morning. And people are getting misinformed. But the problem is, is we all know that. A lot of people know that. So yeah. they're just totally going like, man, fuck the media. Fuck it. Right? So I'm what I'm saying is, is I agree with you, but I also agree that I think the Democrats are hurting themselves much worse. We at least there's no end yet. Yeah, okay? we were we had to go through two years of Mueller investigation. Okay, two years. <clears throat> yep. Right. And we were patient enough to go through two years. Now I don't want to see this go two years, but if it takes two years, then so fucking be it. Mm-hmm. As long as the outcome is good. And I, I'm, I'm just, I don't want the Republicans to jump the gun too quick. I want them to get the right information and have rock solid fucking evidence when they do so. So thing, and we, we brought this up in the last podcast and I know we're going to end this soon, but yeah. things were moving very quickly. Remember AG Barr in the back of that bomber looking, I mean, like he was going to see that was all speculative. I, exactly. But you know? so, so things were moving quick. There people were getting fired. People were moving around. We were doing all this, doing that. And then you had the in like this whole mm-hmm. impeachment process, right? Mm-hmm. Or you had mass shootings, El Paso. You had you know, all these things. Texas, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's going to be more of those. There's going to be more of distractions. And yes. what needs to happen is this shit just needs to come out. This they need to just say, here is what we found. This this person did this. This person did this. And here's the documentation to prove it. But that's what I'm saying. I think they. I think they are. I think they're trying to collect it. I think they're trying to do it the right way. Well, we talked. Barr about is this. not a dumb person. We talked about that. They're waiting to de- declassify the FISA stuff mm-hmm. until election season. Yeah, and it is election season, my my friend. Yeah, and so I think that we're going to see a mass disclosure of a lot of stuff that we've been waiting to see in this year. Dude, we've been on this podcast for over a year. I know we've been talking about this since almost day one. We haven't, we didn't celebrate our year anniversary, by the way. I was thinking about that. Not really. Yeah. But the, but the point is, is I, listen, I, I, I firmly personally believe that this is going to come out and it's going to be some damning shit that comes out. 
better I think, be. I think Barr is a. Uh, I think Barr's a patriot. I think he's a. I think he's a good dude. Look into Barr though. There's some fishy shit about Barr too. There is, but I mean, he's a no, his history. He's a, a no nonsense guy, and where his dad worked, and yeah, just I, I'm not going like to read that. into. The, I, I listen. That's the part of conspiracies I don't want to go into. You can't control what your dad did, and, but you got to be fair. A conspiracy theory goes both ways. Dude. It does, but that's why when you bring up stuff, I continually say, "I don't know, I don't know, man." You know, I think majority of the stuff that I personally agree with is stuff that there's pretty strong evidence to think that it's true, right? Yeah. Uh, but my my point is is like, listen, if you're in the government, you're there for a couple of reasons. Most people like me and you aren't getting the government. All right. You either knew somebody, you grew up with it, you know, however it is. You know, mm-hmm. that's what it is. We all know that. Yep. Okay, Trump is the exception. But it took him 60 years of being in the mainstream for him to finally get a presidency, right? So Barr is in there for a reason. He's in that game for a reason. So I don't really care about his history. All I'm saying is, is I watched him when he was in the hearings. He's a no-nonsense, no-bullshit guy. And I, I yes. believe that that yeah. is going to pay dividends later. He wipes his ass with vigor. He does. I will say that. And you know what else, though? When Ruth Bacon Cheeseburger finally kicks the can, she will. there should be no bullshit and no remorse. Nope. You got to choose who you want. He already knows. I think and, he knows. And throw her in there. Throw him it's gonna or be, her. It's going to be her. It's, it's probably Amy Comey, Comey Barrett or Coney, whatever. Yeah. But don't even fucking waste your time. Yeah. It's got to just push her, push it in. Listen, at this stage in the game, I think that there is a minor, like, middle cold civil war going on. This is war. There is. This yeah. is a fucking war. And what I want to see from here on out is I want to see Trump and his campaign, or not his campaign, but his his cabinet, his everybody in, in the Trump administration. Yeah. No holds bars anymore. Bars. You have to. It's, it's going to be, it's going to be, everything's available to use. Don't fucking hesitate on anything. They're yep. playing dirty. They've been playing dirty for three years. So. Yep. I'm not saying mimic them, but I'm Trump's did a great job so far with just being like, fuck you. Fuck you. You want to bring it? Bring he has, it. and that's what he's gonna that's why he's gonna get elected again. Elected? He's gonna get elected again. He is. Because people realize that he pushes back and he punches back. Or, and I mean, deservingly so. Yes. Right? Yes. So man, that was a lot. It's it was, a lot. But it was a good show. It's a good show. I digged it. Um guys, I just, it, just do do your research, man. Okay, listen, Greg, you did a great job on pulling some stuff up, but now it's up to you guys. It's up to you guys. Take 10 minutes of your day when you're taking a shit, when you're eating some breakfast, whatever you got it, when you're driving to work, mm-hmm. look up Tim Pool, look up Bonagino or Bongino. Yeah, Dan, look up, Dan Bongino's great, dude. He's great. If you want like a lot of facts, there's a lot of great people. Just take 10 minutes, find one you like, and start listening. That's all we're asking. Look up Pardon My American. Listen, yeah. It, we're, well, we're like a... a conglomeration of everybody yeah we use a lot of sources so yeah we appreciate it and uh hopefully we have another strong week with uh you know instagram please keep in contact with us guys yes Com- comment message us uh let us know what you think what you think we should talk about next week and uh you know support us we'll support you if you got something going on like hey let's chat yeah send us stories everybody because we really do dig those um i mean the last really kind of like a significant story that we got was that uh, budding roses? Budding roses. That was that, a was, that was a deep one, and then like but a a, fl- a floresso mandiego. We got we get some funny stuff too, and I appreciate that stuff too because like the Greta, you know, like hey, listen, yes. anything is good. 
All right. We exactly. just, here's the thing. We're a party. I think we're a party that likes to communicate and it's going to make our party stronger. If we all have a coalition of fucking patriots and conservatives and, and, and we're libertarians, a part, we're a party that does keg stands and plays beer pong. Yep. And I mean, we naked shot, poker. we shotgun beers, dude. Yep. Naked poker by so. myself. So, all right. Love you guys. Cheers. man. Keep in contact. And next week we'll have uh, some, hopefully some new juicy information. Oh yes. All right. All right. Cheers, bro. It's just awfully good that Donald Trump is not in charge of the law in our country. Because you'd be in jail. My American. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.